Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Today, we're here to talk about um, why not 45? Why, <laughs> why, why money over 50? Why not money over 45? Thanks, Michael. Why can't you be a client I've, if I've, you're under 50 years of age is what we're here to talk about. I've got to give credit to, to my wife, Nicola, for this because I often, when, when we're due to record some podcasts, I'll, I'll often say, what are you, you got any ideas for things that we, you think we should talk about or that people might be interested in? And this, is, this was her idea. She goes, why, why 50? Why not 45? What's magic about the age 50? And, and so today, I guess a couple of things that I wanted to talk about is firstly, why, why we find 50 is that age when, uh, when it works best as a rule for people to really start focusing on their retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, if you are 45 and if you're maybe not in a position to quite get really serious about you know, your retirement planning, what are the things that you can do now to get yourself set up so that in five years' time when you are 50 and, and you make the, make the call to, to money over 50 and say, right, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to get serious here, you've got yourself set up so that you're in the best position possible. So firstly, I guess, to, to go through why, why 50? And really, this was trial and error from us, wasn't it? That mm. we, we, we obviously, for, the, for anyone who's listened to the podcast for an extended period of time, in the early years of our business, we, we did work with everyone of all ages and stages. And it's really only in the last six, seven years now yeah. that we've just focused on people 50 and over. And the reason we, we found that, it was, it was a path of least resistance thing where when, you, when you're talking to people in their 20s, 30s and 40s, what we found is it was very hard for them to stick to a plan for a number of different reasons. Number one being that they probably just... They don't, they, you know, their life tends to change a lot more and, and what they want tends to change a lot more and their situation changes a lot more. And so it's hard to build a long-term plan around that. And secondly, I think my thing is for a lot of people, when, you, when you're 25, 65 is a long way away. Mm. So why bother sticking to a long-term plan and, and why not just enjoy yourself and worry about it later on? And that's what tends to happen. Yeah, you're right. And there's so many variables and it's such a long trajectory. Mm. Um that you, you can't, if someone's blowing all that money at 25, you yeah. can't actually sit down with them and say this that is, you won't have a successful retirement. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, when someone's 50 and they have a shorter runway yep. of only 15 yep. years, yes, it, it's, it's a lot easier to look at yep. the scenario and say, okay, well, you this need to do this, this and this. Choices. Um, And we sort of, you know, yeah, if we get started today, it's yep. going to be a lot easier. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a lot easier than... To, to work out that um, with that shorter runway, mm. not much can go wrong yeah. on a short runway takeoff. And I'm not a, <laughs> I don't know how this ever, beca- I don't know how this became a uh, aeronautical um, I, I analogy like, because I, I know that's nothing that's about that's planes. It's a very poor analogy. I imagine that a very short <laughs> runway, there's a lot that can, <laughs> that can go wrong. So. Oh, no, my point is, my point is that that you can't afford for anything uh, to go wrong no on a yeah, short yeah, runway. Gotcha. I thought you were saying a short runway is better. I was going, no, 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 no,
on a really short runway. Have you, have on, you, have on, you heard and, and and you don't want anything to go wrong. Have you heard the joke about the, the two Irish pilots that are <laughs> they're about to come in come in at land and one of them says, Geez, have you ever seen a runway that short? What are we gonna do? He's right, well when when we land you you put on the I'll put the brakes on as much as possible. You put on the you know, the reverse thrusters. We mm. we've got it so they make this big crash landing, jam everything into reverse, pull it up and they go, Geez, that was that was tough. I can't believe we managed to pull up and that's definitely the shortest runway I've ever seen. And they look out the one window and go, But look how wide it is <laughs> So they've landed on it the wrong way basically. <laughs> That's, so, a, that's a very very poor joke to make. <laughs> <laughs> the um, yeah, so I mean, in in all seriousness, the the it, it's a lot easier to make calculations. Yes, and and look, I I I, I think something clicks yeah. when people turn fifty, and it's very very hard for people to, I guess, consciously um, admit that. Yeah, but for new people approaching us. There's usually been some sort of trigger, and that trigger is tends to be an age-related trigger. Yeah. So, say so they've either turned fifty and went, uh, we, 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 you know, we have a feeling, yeah. a subconscious feeling here now that we need to really get cracking on our retirement, or they've turned fifty-five and they, they have the, we only have ten years to go yeah. feeling, um, towards traditional retirement age of age sixty-five. So, so. Um, so it's, yeah, it is. It is I mean, I'm 46 yeah. right now, so I know a lot of 46 year olds and 45 year olds. Yeah, and um, there are there are a limited few who are in a better position. Yeah, uh, and and are thinking ahead yeah. about retirement. Yeah, and some of those people are clients, but the but the rest of them, they're not the they're, they're just not there yet. No, like no. there's so many Men- other things to like yeah, just to worry about, and they're, they're worried about a. And yeah, they're worried about an eight-year-old and a six-year-old, and I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a, a father at 46. I'm a father of a, of a five-year-old and a three-year-old, so I'm a, I'm a late starter. Yeah, and I know it's very distracting, and 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 I can understand, <laughs> I can understand why people, yeah. Um, besides the point that 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 uh, they're just not in the headspace. Yeah, yeah, they're paying, they're paying for the School children, they're paying they're, for activities. Yeah. Usually, yeah. one of the, one of the partners. One of the members of the couple is still only working three days a week, yeah, because of all the running around and, yeah. and so forth. So, so um, I reckon that. So, I guess to summarise what you've just said there, Michael, which I think is has covered pretty much everything, is that there's two components. There's the mm. there's the headspace thing, which is that when you when you're 45, you're just you're scrambling to get kids off to school and to you know worried about paying off the mortgage, for example. So. You, Mentally, you're not in the headspace where you're thinking about retirement because you've just got so many other, um, so many other things that you're thinking about and worried about. And then, secondly, logistically, you even if you were worried about your retirement, it's probably you really often don't have the spare cash though to do anything about mm-hmm. it anyway. So, the human mind is is pretty good at going. You know, there's a thing that I'm worried about here. Oh, I can't do anything about that. So I'll just put I'll put the rock back down on on top of those squiggly things and and go and think about something else because I can't do anything about that right now. So, it's it's definitely not. Um, to me, I think that it makes sense. It's a perfectly sensible behavioural way of thinking about it. Is mm-hmm. if you're 45 and you've got, yeah, you've got kids that are going to school and you're paying all the school fees and you're just you know normally getting through the mortgage a fair bit. Um, 
and you, you're so busy with kids with extracurriculars and, and your own stuff and, and kids not quite independent yet, all that sort of thing. You just don't have that. You don't have the mental energy to, to go and start planning for retirement. And even if you do have the mental energy, you probably don't have the cash flow to make a huge difference anyway. So. Yeah, and there are and there are people that are in their forties that are clients of ours, and yeah. they've so it's it's not a hard and fast rule. No. But the people that come to us say at forty five, yeah. it, it's it's clear that they're just in such a better position than than their peers around the same age, yeah. and it's because they've had that. It's because I've had that mentality since uh, probably twenty five. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so <laughs> yeah, so um, it, I mean, it stands out almost instantaneously. Yeah, the the by looking at the net position. Yep, and um, and this isn't a net worth thing. This isn't us saying mm. we're only taking on people uh-huh. in that age range that are at, in a high net worth, but you can tell instantaneously by looking at numbers. Yeah, and their assets and liabilities. That they've had this approach, yeah. That they've that that they've been worried about getting ahead, or the whole been time. worried about their retirement since they were, yeah, yeah. probably in their early twenties. And, and so, I, I, so I can, I can, can say this because I'm I'm 31. You're one of those. People. <laughs> I'm one of those people who's 31 and feel like I'm 101 at times. And well, I, I think about you, what you look 101 <laughs> from from uh, um, across the across the across side the of the podcast booth. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think you're dead right. It's it's not to say that there's a there's a net worth. Um, thing and, and that you're better off, um, you know, with the, with the only want clients who've got money. It's that if someone's 45 and they've got a $300,000 mortgage and two kids at school, there's just they're, they're probably not in the headspace to think about their retirement mm-hmm. um, anyway because they're just focused on, geez, we've got to keep paying the mortgage off and, and we've got not much cash in the bank because it's all going out in school fees. Whereas if you've got a 45 year old that's got their mortgage is paid down to $100,000 and and, and the kids are sort of almost off their hands, it's generally because they've they've started young either with their family or just with their, their sort of planning and they've been thinking about the future already. So for those sorts of people, I'd almost think they're, they're kind of a 55-year-old trapped in a 45-year-old. They, they are, yeah. They're, you know? they're, they're certainly outliers in terms of their mm. their age. Um, and the other, I mean, the other people, so since we changed our business name to Money Over 50 Financial Advisors, um, I've had loads of people say, "Oh, what? I can't be a member of your club," <laughs> and because um, I'm only 45, it's, it's, it's they say it a little bit tongue in cheek, but it's yeah. almost like they're yeah. offended. Yeah, yeah. And I say to them, "Look, you're, you're almost certain to be eligible one day. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's yeah. not, it's not too far down the yes. road that yeah. you'll, 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 you'll become eligible. Yes. If you really, really, really want to be a member right now, let's let's have a talk. Yeah. Um, and we'll see if we can do anything with you. Yeah. Um. Most of the time, though, we're saying with those people, uh, you know, just focus on paying your mortgage down over the next five years and yep. get it to that position where it's where it's where it's, you know, gone from three hundred to yeah you know, one fifty or something like that yep. over the next five years. So really, really attack that um, uh, to put you in the position yes. that you can actually take advantage of in 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 um, from fifty from age fifty on. Yeah, and so I think that's uh, that's. Exactly how I'd approach as well is that if if you if you are forty five and you you know you'd be only too happy to have have a conversation with you about what's your situation and are you actually a bit ahead of the curve there and, and you know could you could you get started on <coughs> excuse me your retirement planning just five years early or uh, like I say in most cases that's that's not the case and and 
even if you want to, there's probably just enough enough other things that you're worried about and focused on. So mm. for those types of people, you, you've just touched on, on, on the main one there that I, I think, so if someone is 45 and, and they're listening to this and they go, well, I want to get started on my retirement planning, but I know that I'm just not in the headspace for it right now and I'm not quite where I really need to be in order to, to make that, you know, that big 10 or 15 year push. Is that the same, the main thing that you'd say to focus on in that next five years from 45 to 50 is, is just play into that mortgage as much as possible? Yeah, look, you could do that. Um, you can stress test things as well. So you could say, okay, well, uh, I assume that I, you know, from 50 on, I want to contribute a lot of money to superannuation. Yeah. Don't know if I can really afford it right now, mm. and and um, I want the option to if I can't afford it to, to basically pull it back. Yep. So yeah, they could they could set up an investment, for example, mm-hmm. and actually add yep. a regular amount into that. Yeah. Um, they can they could do that with their mortgage. They could pay that off their mortgage. That's, that's their a, mortgage. a good example, I think, of one like that stress testing where. Someone who comes to see us at fifty and says, "Right, well, I've I've been spending a hundred thousand dollars a year, and but but I know I want to start making extra super contributions, and so to do that, I'm going to have to save, you know, net after tax of say twenty thousand dollars a year. It's a, it's a big adjustment. It's a big change there. So I think that mm-hmm. stress testing is a great example of one where even if it's getting paid off your mortgage rather than going into super, if you can get into the habit of just dialing that up where. Or even, for example, if every time you get a pay rise, rather than rather than just let that sort of be chewed up in your lifestyle, try and have any increases in pay, any tax refunds, anything like that, have all of that go off your mortgage so that when you get to that 50 mark, or when you get to the stage where you are ready to, to really get started, your lifestyle hasn't expanded to take up all of your income and you've been able to squeeze that down a little bit. And that, because that, that's really the main thing for us when people come to see us for the first time is that if there is that spare cash loan, if their lifestyle is not chewing up all of their, their income, there's normally, like we've said before in this podcast, there's a lot that you can do in that last 10 years. But when someone's coming in and, and they're spending every dollar they earn, you're fairly limited as to how many leaves mm. you can you can sort of pull there. So. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's not to say don't put money into superannuation. So if you are in your 40s and you, and like it, it, it would be still a great thing to be able to do. Yeah. And it could be as simple as um, you know we've done a podcast on on go through your your um, your regular direct debits yep. every year, um, cull yep. five things mm-hmm. that, that that's coming out of your credit card on a monthly yep. basis and um, add that up. If it adds up to one hundred and fifty a month, set up a direct debit of one hundred and fifty a month straight into your superannuation fund, mm-hmm. and uh, and and keep keep refining that. So yeah, yep. keep doing that. So yep. as you as you cull things out of your budget. Um, you can you can ramp that up. So it's not to say don't do that. No. Um, it, it, it's 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 if you if you're ready if you're in your forties now and you're ready to 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 get cracking. Um, yeah. Certainly, it's a, it's it's yeah. It's, always, it's, it's a always, good time to start. It's always better, you know. It's the old the my my old coach's favorite saying of you know the best time to start was five years ago, but right now we'll do. We'll do, yeah. and that's good so that's, that's the kind of thing where. If you are forty five and and you are, if you're forty five and you and you think that you do meet the criteria of you know kids are sort of off kids are fairly independent you you've got you're on top of the mortgage you you really do have a bit of spare cash flow and you're in the headspace where you are thinking about retirement then mm. feel free to give us a call and we can have a look at whether you whether you really do fit the bill there, but it, as you say that any any of those small changes over the next five years are going to make a big difference so. Mm. 
just you know refining that budget and taking that spare money and either dumping it into super or dumping it in your mortgage it's going to make a big difference over the next five years mm-hmm. both in terms of the position that it puts you in but also in terms of your habits that you're building over that time and, and, yeah. the, and the you know the the, the routines that you get into that then make that shift at 50 much easier. It's not a huge shock to the system. Um, the only other thing that I can sort of think of is that, which everyone can do at any age, is, is looking at the investment strategy of your superannuation fund and, and just you know looking at whether whether it's right for you, given that you've probably got, you know, if you're 45, you've got a long time to go until you're retired. Depending on how that's invested, you, you may be overweight to defensive assets. You could potentially be more invested in growth assets. But ASIC, if you're listening to this, this isn't personal advice. The whole <laughs> thing's general advice. But it's just another thing that you could start to think about. Yeah, it's one of those. It's, it's a consideration, absolutely. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a consideration that would be high on, on your yeah. priorities. And it's a good, I, I think, some of those things, like you were just saying, with you're really just trying to pick up the low-hanging fruit. In, in those five years where if you're not in the if you're not in the space to really make those big changes it's really just how can you pick up a bit of that low-hanging fruit do the things that are less less pain for the for the you know, best bang for your buck really and then and then get yourself in a position where when you are uh, mentally ready to to really put the foot down and and have that last you know 10 year burst of yep. accumulating what you need to be for retirement then you, you've you've done everything possible to set yourself up for that yep. Thanks for the topic, Nicola Davison. Um, <laughs> but money over 45 just Doesn't does it? not have the same ring as money over 50. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.